The White House has proposed new rules that would force airlines to refund check bag fees if they lose the luggage. Man, Obama really is just watching the clock and counting down the days. This guy went from taking out Bin Laden to going after Southwest. Uh, also, uh, former Major League Baseball pitcher Kurt Schilling announced that he plans to run for Senate as a Republican against Massachusetts Democrat Elizabeth Warren, which will make for the saddest old-timers day in baseball history. A new study suggests that Hispanic children are more open to the idea of smoking than other children. The study was conducted by the Donald J. Trump Institute of Bigly Information. Everybody already knows, of course. Uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin has released a new 2017 calendar featuring pinups of him cuddling a kitten, riding a horse, and wearing a wetsuit. Putin apparently knows something the rest of us don't, though, because it lists June 14th as President Trump's birthday. The head of the once, <laughs> the head of one of the largest police organizations in the U.S. has apologized for historical mistreatment of minorities, calling it a, quote, dark side of our shared history. I mean, a black eye. I mean, we're red faced. Look, we're really embarrassed, okay? And finally, the Trump Taj Mahal in Atlantic City closed for good last week. The casino was forced to close after allegations that it grabbed the Tropicana right by the Borgata. Trump versus Hillary starts now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, that's right. Just a little bit of music and some flashing lights for... Uh, for the older people in the crowds, that's right, because not only was Pole Position a video game, it was an awful Saturday morning uh, animated series, but uh, that is the uh, title of the episode, Pole Position, because we want to dive into some of the polling. Welcome to Trump versus Hillary. I am your moderator, Christian Blatt, at Christian DMZ. Uh, joining us, special guest, return guest, yes, our house guest, Michael Hausem, on Twitter at MP House. Say hello to the people, Michael. Buenos dias. Yes. Uh, and uh, down at the other end of the desk, the one, the only, Stephen Helmkamp on Twitter, at Stephen Helmkamp. Only All good right. if he uh, verifies you or accepts you, but you're still on there. Yeah, I have yeah. some people pending. I got to vet them first. Okay, hey, Stream deep vetting. vetting. Stream vetting. And we mix things up. The count? And yeah. uh, they're calling themselves the couch of ascent. Scott Moore at S-Man 80. <laughs> Drexel right. Heard at Drexel Heard. Um, and uh, also an unseen guest here in the studio is a temperature reading of about 120 degrees. I'm so glad I wore a <laughs> sport coat today. Uh, by the way, not with us today, Chelsea Galicia. Speaking of hot. Yes. Yeah. Speaking, thank you. Caliente. <laughs> Steven said that. I was just a ventral. Yeah, you were just passing it along. Uh, Very beautiful woman. Chelsea Galicia, not here because she's a bad hombre. That's actually a fact. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> That's deplorable. Can, can I just lead out with something real quick? Um, I'm afraid, for but our, sure. Our no, go ahead. Well, I think it's really important. Um, you know, I think a lot of our audience has seen Mr. Drexel Hurd and I go back and forth. And it's been pretty tense on some of these episodes. So I just wanted to make amends and make peace with you. And while I was in Vegas this past weekend, I, I got you a little gift to to just say oh that. Uh, I hope that we can... Uh, very nervous. You know what I mean? Concede I hope to one another. Vote, I hope whoever whoever wins. I hope it's your ballot saying... Yes, exactly. If it's a red hat, you can hang on to it. Right. It's <laughs> fresh from the Trump Tower Hotel Las Vegas. <laughs> your own no. travel tube of body lotion. Made in China. For you, sir. <laughs> exactly. I'd be like, please, no, please let us I'm know. I'm sorry, it actually says made in Canada. Yeah. 
Not made in America. I'm not surprising. But wow. thank you. You're welcome. Mr. <laughs> Trump is making Canada great again, uh, as, as we all know. Look, there's a lot of things that uh, we can talk about, uh, you know, and uh, we've got the guys here at the desk because the last time Michael was here, uh, we gave both he and Steven probably the worst seat microphone combination <laughs> yeah. we ever did to anybody. So we wanted to make it off. up to them. Uh, these guys don't care. These guys are tough. And you know what? Right. We could have done it out in the hallway and it would have actually felt a lot better. Uh, but, Scott, what I want to do with, with the whole poll position theme, I wanted to start off talking about some of the polling. Uh, and uh, I figure I'll let you take the lead and uh, some of the ones you find more interesting. And then we can uh, sort of go from there. So uh, what what are we looking at? Uh, are we looking at a 40-point lead for Evan McMullen or is that not <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, we, we did have Sarah on last week, who's the... Uh, By the way, Michael follows Sarah yeah, the, and said she's hysterical. So, she is. Yeah. She's, she's, uh, she, I've known her for, for many years. But, I mean, the thing is, is Evan really has come from behind, and he is really... Well, I read that in, in Utah, in, in Utah, a yeah. lot of LDS, they find Trump to be actually be deplorable. Be deplorable, uh, exactly. And they, they're not going to vote for Hillary, but they're like, no, right. no, this is a guy we can vote for. So, yeah, I think that vote getting out, and they get out, by the way. They, they do. They feel an obligation to get do. out and vote. So, uh, yeah, I think we could see some, you know, in Utah, realistically, yeah. in Utah, we could see some uh, sizable uh, turnout for him. Yeah, I mean, the population there is 60% Mormon, so if you, yeah. you get everyone out and uh, there's a really good chance he's really come from behind and there's a chance that he might actually take the state, which would be the first time since 1968 since a third-party candidate right. has actually won a state's electoral. But hmm. no offense to Sarah, let's talk about uh, candidates who actually have a chance yeah. of winning, <laughs> uh, winning the whole thing. Uh, so what are we looking at with like the RCP average and uh, some of the, you know, the leading polls? Uh, you know, we don't need the InfoWars poll. We don't need the uh, <laughs> online poll, you know. Uh, but uh, what, are, what are you seeing, Scott? Uh, well, right now the RCP average is around plus five, plus five and a half uh, lead for Hillary right now. and So uh, outside of the margin of error. Yep. Yep. So pretty much most of the polling is showing that she's got a pretty good lead. I mean, we can go from the ABC poll that has her well, 12 ahead. I did want to talk about that. Ones a little of... bit closer. Even Rasmussen now has her ahead uh, what, by a point or two. What... Uh, what do you think, I'll start with you and we'll kind of go around, what do you think contributes to a poll that all of a sudden shows someone leading by 12%? Now, obviously, it can definitely be, but is that something to do with the sample size? Or why would that be so different? You know, it's not like she's leading by 7%. She's leaving right. at 12. Right. So well, what there's do you a, think there, tends to account for that? There's a few that are double digit. And, and again, sample size does play a role sure. uh, and, and who you're, you're targeting and uh, kind of getting rid of the background noise and everything that ends up uh, getting into some of these polls. But I, I really do realistically think, and some people do say, that there's a greater chance uh, for her to have a larger win than for Trump to have uh, come back and win. Is essentially the odds yeah. It's greater a greater for her. percentage of her to win is a landslide, landslide than exactly. for him to win at, at all. all. Yeah, yeah. Like right. him to squeak right. out like exactly. You know, well, the got... Vegas odds were like five to one, I think. Five I mean, to one for Hillary. Yeah. yeah. So did you put did you put like five large on on no, Hill? I spend it all on roulette. <laughs> <laughs> but what it, what it's going to come <laughs> down? See, that's a bad bet. <laughs> you don't want to admit that. <laughs> I actually won. Oh, Lost a little, came back. 
but uh, but what it's going to come down yeah. to is is the states, and that's really because it's really fifty states. So you know, each state is going to be the one that are going to be deciding. And for most of the time, the battleground states now Arizona. I mean, if you look at the RCP average, it's crazy. Texas is a battleground. Uh, I saw that. Uh, well, yeah. it's leaning, Donald Trump yeah. has brought red. states into play yes. that have not been, and he promised that he would do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just not yeah. Utah. Just not Texas. Yeah. the ones that Republicans yeah. wanted to be. Exactly, in the ones that are in play are. are states like Texas and Georgia and Arizona, uh, places that have not gone Democratic in tw- in some places in 20 years. I mean, Arizona has only gone twice since Harry Truman, since the end of World War II, in 1948 and then 96. And Arizona is now in play and could likely go to What's Democrats? Arizona got against Bob Dole? Come on. <laughs> Man, it was a war hero. Uh, but uh, let me uh, turn to Michael. Uh, when you hear, you know, all of these uh, poll numbers, I mean... Obviously, anyone who knows you knows you are not a Trump guy, but Trump uh, guy. you certainly know people who are. You right. know, you know the the never Hillarys that are the always Trump, no matter what, no matter right. what they find out about him. Right. Uh, what are people saying about these polls? Is it that all these polls are fixed, the election's rigged, like Donald Trump says, or are they actually like, oh, a little, we're a little worried? Or, um, a couple of things. It, it, my not being a fan of Trump is not because I didn't want him to win me over. I was open sure. to it, certainly, all the way along. Um, you know, when we started the show in July, I think there were a lot of people that were willing to be won over. Right. Uh, and then there have been so many things that have just made it made it difficult. I'm not saying that no one has been won over. You just don't see as much of it as, as you thought. You know, like, oh, look at that bounce right out, right after the campaign. Or, exactly. Sorry, after the, convention. Uh, the look on my face was kind of like Glenn on Sunday night <laughs> in terms of what I was expecting to happen over this. That's a zombie um, show reference, right? That is a reference yeah. to mm-hmm. Walking Dead, right? Spoiler alert. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, God. Come on. <laughs> Isn't it a 24-hour rule for that stuff? Hey, Please. I don't know. I don't watch it. So uh, I don't like zombies or dragons. I don't watch that. I don't watch Game of Thrones. But this is well, not the time we're talking, to talk talking about, about Hillary and Trump. There's yeah. kind of a connection there, isn't there, maybe? <laughs> Which one's the zombie? Which one's the dragon? <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, grandma's up five, six points, whatever. Okay. Uh, the same that she was back in January. I mean, essentially, nothing has changed. I mean, there's been some changes up and no, down. No, no, but I mean, you look at it now, we're basically where we're we were. We're basically now. where we were because of, of two people on the planet Earth that people didn't have to spend any time thinking about, gosh, who is this person? That's it would point. be Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. Nobody said, you know what, I'm going to tune in. It's this third debate, and who is this Hillary Clinton person? <laughs> and who is this Donald? Nobody's doing that. Yeah. Um, my perception about the poll stuff, the reason why people are fighting that, um, at least on the Republican side, is some sort of... Well, Dewey Truman reference. Sure. However, if if a campaign is pulling out Dewey Truman references with two weeks left, that's not a yeah, position of no, strength. It's not. Um, and part of the variation that you were mentioning is, you know, the pollsters will make adjustments to even the population that they have because they understand that women are going to vote slightly more, there's slightly more Democrats, and the polling sample itself might not represent what they expect the electorate itself to look like. So there's going to be some jiggering with that. Um, I got into an argument just this afternoon with somebody that was asserting flat out all the polls are rigged, 
Trump's going to win. Was it Kurt Schlichter? <laughs> no, it was not. Um, but I felt like it was a good bet. It, it uh, was a good bet. And, and I just, I don't believe that. I mean, yeah. ABC no, and NBC I, I mean, and these the folks, they want to come up with the right rigged. number. You know, it's, it's like nonsense. really all of them. I, right. Look, I'm sure that you can make a poll say things that you wanted to. You know, you can tweak the data a little bit. But yeah, when every poll says right, something... There's way too many polls uh, out there now. Uh, let me ask, let me ask which is why the RCP average is something that everybody looks yeah, like. That's, yeah. you, have, you always have to look at the RCP average. Let me ask uh, Drexel sort of a very pointed question. What is the concern, you think, for people who are very ardent Hillary supporters in terms of the feeling of like, oh, we got this in the bag, you know? <laughs> I don't... Isn't there any for fear example at all? the feeling that they both have right now? No, no, it's, I don't even. No, no. What I'm saying is the idea that people think like I don't have to go out and vote. Right. That line's going to be too long. Right. So Drexel, what uh, speak a little to that? Like how that has to be a, a real concern. Uh, you know, even with it, you know, five points, twelve points, it could go up to twenty points. Still, at the same time, people still have to go out and actually vote. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, do we hear Drexel or not? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, there he is. I'm back. Hey, welcome um, to the show. Thanks. <laughs> um, I don't, you know, I think we can talk all day. We can joke all day just about, you know, where we feel comfortable in terms of real Hillary Clinton is. Um, but I think at the end of the day, we also understand the stakes and how elections actually work. At least people who who talk politics on a regular basis. Sure. Um, you know, I could say all day, yeah, Hillary Clinton's got, you know, she, she's polling well enough to where she'll probably squeak out maybe a two or three point win come election day but uh, that doesn't mean that you know Hillary Clinton's not out there doing some uh some significant um rallies you know even this week she's got Jay-Z um share uh you know she's got who's Jay-Z share Elizabeth Warren she's out with uh Michelle Obama on Thursday you know so I don't think that the Clinton <clears throat> campaign is also in that mindset so I think from the top down if the campaign is not in that mindset, then the supporters aren't going to be in that mindset. I think there there is some excitement over the polls, but I also don't think that we also understand that, listen, the primary is also very close, and we don't want that to right. be a problem. Sure. And, um, you know, there's a lot of Trump supporters out there, a lot, a lot of loud Trump supporters out there. Um, but, you know, even as Andrew Sullivan said over the weekend when he was on Bill Maher, you know, it, it, Donald Trump is still a dangerous person. And so you have to combat that with something like, you know, and I talk about it all the time. Donald Trump is dangerous, but Mike Pence is equally as dangerous. And that is who we really have to fight uh, going into this election. And and, uh, and I think now you can also see that there's early voting and now you can see numbers yeah. of people going in. And like in Nevada, for instance, they're having record numbers of Democratic I, I was reading about votes, that yeah. uh, in Washington County where Reno is. And, and you're and, seeing and these things about, already. What about the silent majority of well, people Well, I was actually are... – I had a very specific question for you, Stephen, which is the idea that I think wh- whoever people are voting for out of these two main candidates and even people voting for third, fourth, fifth party candidates, yeah. there's a lot of statement voting. So I mm-hmm. think that if someone's going to vote for Hillary or someone's going to vote for Trump – I don't think that it's like, oh, it's raining today or, oh, you know, I really don't want to win. I do think that there'll be a very large turnout. I don't know exactly how it all shakes out. You know, I I think that there's a lot of indication that, you know, Trump is not going to have the kind of turnout that that, uh, he needs in the states that he needs. But uh, give us your thoughts a little bit on that in terms of it being a statement vote regardless of who you're voting for. But specifically, you know, people who just don't like Hillary and they need to vote for Hashtag never Hillary. 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, I do think like the WikiLeaks, all the stuff that's coming out is having an impact on people who already had suspicions about Hillary Clinton. Not already pro-Hillary Clinton people who are being turned off, but people who are already on the fence. So I do think that as more stuff comes out in the media, I do think that more and more people are going to be that silent majority and maybe don't want to be ridiculed by their family and friends and in public and be loud and say I'm a Trump supporter. But I do think that they are going to go into that voting box and do that. That's going to be Drexel first, and then Scott, and then Mike. Now we're getting into territory that's that's getting a little crazy to me. So I just want to go back to a couple of things where you talked about Texas and you talked about uh, some of these battleground states because I think it's less about Trump and more about the way that the Democrats have waged the fifty-state campaign right. strategy, the Howard Dean strategy, the, Mike, the Bernie Sanders strategy of where they wanted to, like, you, you know, you mentioned today, and I know we'll talk you about You mean an actual campaign? An actual campaign, right. right. Well, I just, <laughs> and, and the ground, I just, I just, the I mean, game, and uh, I mean, to the point right. where you brought up right. uh, the pre-show, you know, we talked about things that, were, that we want to talk about today, and you brought up West Palm Beach, Florida. There is, you know, Tim Kaine out there in West Palm Beach, in, 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 in certain conservative areas, there's no reason why Tim Kaine should be out there. So, the but fact he did. That he did, and yes, the picture, the news story becomes only thirty. It's people only thirty turned people. Out. But, but why is he yeah, there? But in West Palm Beach, Florida, how did you find those thirty people right. that wanted to go to a and, Tim Kaine rally? And to the point where exactly. you've got a significant. You know, I think Michelle Obama is going to be in Arizona. Like, how many people yes. have gone to Arizona? Exactly. And right. why are they in Arizona? So it's it's like I said, it's less about. Donald Trump for a lot of Democrats and, and progressives, and more about expanding this map that Bernie Sanders really has been pu- had been pushing, uh, and Howard Dean have been pushing for years. On the WikiLeaks side of things, though, I have read through pretty much everything, and I'm like, Mah. I mean, if you're worried, you know, I, I hate the I hate the line Hillary Clinton's emails, because at the end of the day, they're not Hillary Clinton's emails; they're John Podesta's emails. And they're campaign emails. And if you're not privy to how campaigns actually work and how campaign operatives actually talk to each other, then, yeah, you're going to be a little skeptical. The pro- and I talked about this in my last show is people are starting to see how, how campaigns actually work, and they don't like it. Right. But that doesn't – it's not going to stop people – like, it's not going to stop people from doing what they do. It's like you go to work, you want a promotion – you want to be a good salesman in terms of uh, you want to be the best salesman. You're going to do what you need to do to make the the sale. We saw the Project Veritas e- the, the Project Veritas videos at the same time. You know whether or not there's nuances about who is coordinating with who, blah blah blah, whatever. But at the end of the day, you know that there is some underhanded stuff that's happening out there. That goes in the world. on, but it wasn't the on both sides. majority. I think is made up it's, of more, way more than just just about the WikiLeaks stuff. I, I don't think, I but I don't think, but I don't think that there's. I think such, there's all the other corruption stuff that's going no, on, and that's no, what that's no. what the silent I, I don't, majority. I don't, I don't think that there's that's a, where it's making some well, not for some what Trump's doing. Right. That's gonna I don't make think that there's a if if you sure. I mean, I don't think that the actual Trump supporters and 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 Republicans. I think that, you know, I said this to somebody the other day. I think Republican women will vote for Hillary Clinton. And that will be the silent majority. Yeah, but only like two thirds. But I mean, but it will be. But I mean, in the sense of yeah. that is the silent. No, part of look, it. Because I, this is somebody that wasn't going to be voting for Hillary right, is, is not going to be voting. Right. And I think that the vocal majority that are voting for Trump are already loud enough right. 
Because, like, we could talk all day, Stephen, about who you're going to vote for, and you still might not vote for Trump at the end of the day when you go in the ballot box. I might not vote. And a lot and of those women saying, you're talking about actually might not vote, which kind of is but a vote they, but I for think, Hillary But Clinton. I think, and, I, and, 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 and those, in those WikiLeaks emails, they talked about Marco Rubio. Mm-hmm. And I said this. I said, yes, that would have been a huge problem for Hillary Clinton, not because of Marco Rubio's policies, because, I mean, he didn't even want to be a senator, and so I can't imagine how he's leading in Florida right now. Which he's barely, uh, which leading, he's barely by the way, leading, two points Florida. right now. But Very close. If you look at the way that that President Obama came in, you had this wave of African-American voters really wanting to vote for President Obama. You're going to have this wave of Latino voters who's really going to want to vote for Marco Rubio. Whether or not they agree with his policies or not, you got the first Latino uh, uh, president option. Women are going to be in that kind of that same boat for the most part when they actually get into the ballot box. And um, and, and I think that going up against somebody like Trump who has been saying this things, these things about women, I think that when they go into the ballot box, it's going to be a little bit tougher for a woman to, to pull the lever yeah, for Donald to, Trump. To, one second, Michael. Uh, to speak to Stephen's point, when it comes down to, you know, WikiLeaks, the James O'Keefe Project, Veritas videos, I think that they are... I brought that up, by the way. I, I, I do. I, did <laughs> that I do think those things are damaging against a normal candidate. Against, you know... Uh, if you're not, if you're running against Mitt Romney or it's a yeah. McCain, yeah, but right. you're, exactly. you're running I mean, yes. against it's, Donald Trump, yeah. so the stuff that's coming out about him, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, Hillary did this. Oh, some it's people so did some shady stuff compared to what yeah. he's doing. But and he, saying he, and he, he wants said, to, he wants to grab who by sense. the what? Yeah. So yeah. it, it right. kind of gets lost in that. But Michael, what was your point? Well, uh, a couple things you, you just mentioned about. The things that Trump has said about women just a little earlier, you were mentioning Jay Z is going to be out with Hillary. Are they, is Hillary going to be reading any of Jay Z's? No, Jay-Z's she's not going to be out. She's not going to be out there with Jay Z. Jay Z is holding a concert for him in in. And he uh, he did come out for Obama. Obama brought him out it, on stage. No, my question about that is in terms of. His lyrics. Things saying against women. Is he going to be cleaning up any of his lyrics for I, that? I doubt or? he's going to be he's, out there. Because uh, I saw his I love the selective outrage. No, no, no. Jay-Z's no, probably going to say... He's not running for president. But Jay-Z's also going to say that he's got 99 problems, but a vote ain't won. But I think it's also... Who else did I say? It was Cher. It was Lady Gaga. I mean, there's a bunch of people that are going to be doing concerts for Hillary Clinton over the next couple weeks. But... Uh, you know, it's like when people talk about, oh, well, Beyonce, you know, in her lyrics. And you're like, but she's actually talking about women's empowerment. And those are her lyrics. Not so, in all of her songs. Not, I know her but lyrics not very all, well. Not, and, no, not all of her songs. But I think I know her songs yeah. a little bit better. But um, I can point it out where she says, lick this, kiss that, stick this, do that. Of course she says that. Right. That. right. And that's in the partition. Thing is, though, and that's that a, she's on the right side. Right? No. no she's an entertainer. She's, she's not running for president. Right. That's a difference. But what if Beyonce was running for president? That's what I'm saying. It's different. I'm just saying if she was. No, the, so anyway, they're not running for president. Right. They're but, entertainers. But here's That's the what thing. Donald so Trump is. Yeah. So they, 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 the artists, have worked with the Hillary Clinton campaign in making sure they get out the vote. They're doing a big get out the vote right. push this week. So all the other stuff is just... But do you want Hillary Clinton saying, I idolize Beyonce when she's putting I think that in message terms, out? I think, in terms of, I think in terms of women's empowerment, yeah. in terms of what Beyonce has done... In terms of like outside of some of the lyrics, like if you remember where I Beyonce think be started, better off if you turn, okay, not it, uh, saying she so, idolizes. Okay, let's move. I, I'm like I just well, just finish your point because I wasn't sure what you were. No, trying. no, it's okay because obviously <laughs> Stevens in, in in Trump reality bubble right now. Go ahead. It depends on who says the words, whether or not you should be offended by them. No, I'm sure. saying that's, it depends I think who's the running for president. Has a lot to do with it. I think, I'm saying I think the differences who's running I, I think for president. I think lyrics are probably I think a lot. I think that, all, that all sounds to me like 
Yeah, <laughs> I think if I think if President I think, I think that's what that I think if President like. Obama had got out there and said right. something uh, offensive, exactly. if Mitt Romney had got Jay-Z's out there and said something offensive, Jay Z's not running for president. Beyonce's not running for president. It's I mean, you know. I mean, none of the sixteen other fifteen Donald other Republican candidates got out there and you know, said anything remotely right. offensive. We, so I don't think that our problem is going to be with those people. When exactly. I talk about what didn't Jay Z used to be a drug dealer too, crack dealer before he was a rapper, and is Jay Z running for president? That's what I'm saying. You're getting off topic. Yeah, but why I'm saying Donald Trump is running for president. here's one thing that we could do. We could contrast and compare the uh, multi-platinum Grammy-winning exactly. artists that are uh, performing for Hillary alongside those who are campaigning for Trump and see who's Chachi. But Chachi right. probably did have a record out. He and Joni probably put something out. <laughs> so uh, something. Antonio Sabato. You got Scott look, Bale. Uh, yeah, look, right. Very nice guy, Scott Bale. I haven't and Stephen to him Baldwin, who we've met. So one Vegas. thing I want to ask you, Drexel, you brought up the WikiLeaks thing. I did. Yes. And uh, the the one that just came out today, the oh my gosh, the president just denied knowing anything about these emails. He read it about in the news. Um, no, no, you know, no. He said he didn't know about the server. He did. No, no. What no. he said was is that he heard about it on the news. He said like he heard about the server. Else. He said he heard about the server. On the news, like everybody right. Yes. And then so there's back and forth stuff between Mills and Podesta. They already they knew that there were emails back and forth yep. between Hillary and the president. Some on during a the fake, campaign. No, this is this is before this. This is this, as they're ramping are, up for the campaign. Right. This happened in in the the president made the announcement, and then the emails were that same day between Podesta and Mills. Okay. Yep. About years previous that there were emails between Clinton and the president, yes. the president using official and the president using uh, fake State. names. State.gov versus HillaryClinton.com, I guess, whatever, at HillaryClinton.com, mm-hmm. yes. Uh-huh. The, the, the president used his official email address and a fake email address. And Mills- no, a pseudonym. He didn't use a fake email address. He used okay, a pseudonym. Okay, wait. Uh, just get to what the point uh, is, uh, yeah, what you're trying to point? say, because we're getting lost in it. <laughs> yeah, those I, are I, I, I wasn't utterly sure. unimportant details. Yeah, because it's then, an utterly important detail. Cheryl Mills' point was... You know, we got to clean it up. We got to clean this up. Correct. That's not an issue to you. No. Is, well, I, valid, no, that's <laughs> a valid answer. No, and, issue. And, 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 and I'll tell you, and I'll tell you why. The president of the United yeah. States, first of all, isn't looking like if I get an email, I'm not looking at is it coming from Gmail? Is it coming right. from this? I also don't know where someone's coming someone's from. Name and I don't think that President Obama. Who's looking at his little BlackBerry? Who doesn't right, have like an iPhone? Looking. Who's looking at his little BlackBerry? Is like, oh, Hillary Clinton is uh, sending this from uh, Hillary Clinton. Just say Hillary Clinton. Like she's just say her like, name like he's say. just not gonna, the, so for for President Obama to get out and say, oh well, I just I didn't know there was a server. Like I'm just hearing right. about the server. Hey, I didn't know where it was bouncing off from. Like that is the difference between right. does the, what did the president know and what didn't the president know? And to me, I knowing the president. Not personally, but just knowing that <laughs> knowing, <laughs> just, just knowing that his BlackBerry isn't like he can barely text on his black text out from his BlackBerry. I don't think the president is wasting his time looking at. Wait a second, he can bear so because he's not really tech savvy. Is no, no, no. Is what, that I'm, your thing? what I'm no, what I no, because that's not what I said. You I just said, said what, he can he's barely. Not, I said he can barely text. I said what I'm saying is that he's not looking at where what the, the email, email is coming is from. He's just looking at the email. Right. The body of the email. So it's I think not that's like everyone. Are you looking at where everyone's email address is? We're coming right. out and seeing, okay, well, what server are they sending from? It just says someone's name on it. You're right. not looking at the details of right. their Anyone who uh, wants address. to chime in, by the way, please uh, join us in the chat room. Our, our friend, uh, oh, on YouTube, for those of you watching live. Our friend Kim K said uh, context is a key factor when talking about speech, and I think that has a lot to do with it. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about some polling in a second. Uh, but, you know, I think a lot of people look at it and just go, like, okay, they pretty much know the way that it's going to, it's, mm-hmm. you know, this is pretty much 
uh, Hillary land for uh, four years. But no, I don't. For, no, no, no. I, I'm saying that there are a lot of people who think that. <laughs> right. uh, and for someone who thinks it's absolutely impossible, there's no way that Donald Trump could win this election. Never in a million years. Just keep one fact in mind. Right now, this very second while we're talking, in Cleveland, the Chicago Cubs are playing in the World Series. So literally, <laughs> anything can happen. So but they're losing, They're I definitely they're losing. They're definitely losing, they're losing tonight, right and they're going to get the chance to lose yes. at home. Yes. They're going to get to lose at home in front of their fans, which will be heartbreaking. Um, well, and the president some... tweeted out something very nice to the Chicago Cubs, which also does not happen that often. That's true. Uh, what I wanted to ask, actually, and Scott, it's all right if you don't know the answer, because I saw somebody write this. What do we know, and we don't have to have numbers or anything, what do we know about how uh, Ohio's polling at the moment? Well, somebody very specifically wanted to know it. I'm sorry I didn't write down your name. That, is the, that is the one that is, again, uh, those are the two states, Ohio and Iowa, that are, are leaning towards Trump. But, you know, if you look at the overall averages, I still think overall it's going to go uh, to Hillary. But, yes, Ohio is definitely up there and Iowa as far as going to Trump. Going to Trump, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that seems like a, a likely one. All it's right. like plus um, one for Trump right now in Ohio, plus three in, in, if, for it, him in Iowa. Now, obviously, the show is Trump versus Hillary, and we'll get back to them in a moment. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the impact uh, down ballot. Now, Michael, uh, you posted online today that you uh, received your uh, your actual ballot in the mail today. My ballot. Stephen, I believe you did, too. I did as well, yeah. Right. So Actually, it was... I think Wednesday or Thursday right, of last week. I, I saw it today, right. so I know mm-hmm. you have it. I did too. Uh, so you have it. So, by the way, why is nobody going to vote? What's with all this uh, vote mail by mail? Ballot. I see, yeah. I see some of my like yeah. permanent right. vote, vote by mail. Yeah, that stuff today. Today. Like to, so yeah, it's true. easy. It is yeah. very yeah. easy. I know right. it is, but I like to go in person. I don't know. I, don't I, I get actually get it. I actually get it when I did the primary. I got my ballot and then I dropped it off just to make sure my. But I didn't want to get lost. I don't want to get lost. Here's the thing. I want to. I want to actually go to the polling place on election day. I want to bring my son and I want to put him in a little red "Make America Great" hat again, just to see if people will actually curse out a fourteen. Month old. I don't think they will, but I want to know. I think, if they I think they'll give you bad. I in Newport Beach, they wouldn't. Where I live in oh, where Newport you live? Beach, yeah, that's true. Really? They would thumbs up. I think yeah. the problem in California, at least for us that live here in Los Angeles, is the fact that there are so many propositions on our ballot. Yes. Like the oh, idea I of mean, like standing in the booth it's like and a, like having to much. vote. Well, I already have it pre-done. I have it ready. I know. I literally spent Sunday afternoon. No, for people who no, don't, no, for, no, no, I've, no, I've no, actually no, done that. Some that's easy but you know, here's the problem with those those propositions. And I know this is a local thing for in California, but you know, a lot of states have these things. Sometimes when you vote no. You're actually saying yes, yes to, something to something you don't stupid. believe in. Right. Yeah. That's so very true. Yeah. Read yeah. Yes. Yes. So one research. But, uh, research before you vote anyway. Uh, I'll, start, uh, I'll start with Michael. What, how important is it for either party, those down-ballot races, for people that don't like the top of the ticket? <laughs> how do you get to say, look, vote for whoever you want at the top, make your statement vote, but seriously, vote Republican or vote Democrat at the bottom? You know, how important is that? And are we actually seeing those efforts on either or both sides? Well, for a guy like me, the idea of a President Trump or a President Clinton is not exactly, but almost equally stomach churning. Sure. Um, <laughs> it's like minor gradations of, uh, it's like having different kinds of nausea, you know? Exactly. Like, I, like, oh, I had food poisoning from this restaurant. Do you want brain versus, cancer or do you want liver yikes. cancer? I said mm. food poisoning. Mine was a little bit less. <laughs> well, I was going to go that far. Yeah. Anyway, uh, for me, the down ballot stuff is substantially important. Uh, the narrative that kind of helped put Trump where he was is that Republicans don't win anymore, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Well, ask these guys. They know Republicans have been killing it. 08, 2010, 2012, and 14. Well, not 08. 
Uh, maybe not a week. 10, 12, 14. 10, 12, 14. I mean, yeah. we're at historic levels of red in state houses, governor's mansions, and in Congress. Yeah, I mean, I right. think Trump is the one that's most likely to do some damage to those Well, what my, my yeah. point is, yeah. is that Trump has been saying that Republicans have not been winning, which is not true. But... If whatever, not whether at the it's presidential level, not at the presidential no. level, whether it's a back. President Trump or a President Clinton, uh, it's it's essential to have, in, in my opinion, Republicans that would hold either of their feet to the fire. We look at the numbers right now. Yeah. And mm, it does not look good. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. very possible that the Democrats are going to take over the Senate. Yep. Uh, yes. I think it's extremely unlikely that they'll take over the House, yeah. but they'll probably pick up some games. I was going to say, there'll, they'll be, there'll be some movement there. Yes. And the, the Senate seems more likely. And, yes. you know, look, I agree with the idea that a lot of Americans do like the idea of some kind of divided government. But uh, We're all gridlock fans now. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So I, I don't know. we're not. <laughs> right, exactly. So I, I think it's interesting that uh, it's for someone to decide that, oh, those things matter. I wonder, I don't know that they'll keep tabs, but I wonder how many no votes there'll be at the top of the ticket. Not even a protest, but just like, no, I'm just going to skip it and I'm going to vote for Proposition 55 and, you know, my local It would be interesting sheriff. to see. Uh, my yeah. guess would be this will be one of the... I don't know, of the last 10 or 15 presidential races, one of the highest percentages. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of Democrats that are disgusted at what happened to Bernie Sanders, that he's not there. One and are the, not one, voting. Hey, one for, of them's not here tonight. And, and, and they're, they're not going to vote for Grandma. Well, she is, but she's and then not. There's, yeah. there's, uh, a lot of people have coalesced around, around right. her. Yeah. I think when it comes to... But there are a lot of Democrats... Is your, is your mic on again? Or? It is. Okay, there are sorry. a lot of Democrats that aren't voting for Grandma. And you, you can't I say that that's not I mean, true. A lot of the, wait, Just like but, there's well, a lot of Republicans a lot that are not going to vote for Donald Trump. Well, there's a couple of points. Michael brought up why Republicans have been really killing it in these last couple elections. And it has it a lot turns. to do with uh, gerrymandering and Republican legislatures gerrymandering their states. So it has it, it's it's more about that's the actual election rigging right there. But it was yes, the Democrats about, let me, let when me, the Democrats are in control, yeah. they I mean gerrymandering is a fact no matter who's well, right, in control. It is and that's it why twenty twenty is gonna be a lot harder it's for gonna, Republicans. Right. And I think and I think the part of the reason year. I think Democrats will have a, a harder time winning the House over the next yes. couple of elections because yeah. of the way that Republican legislators right. kind of gerrymander their states. Um, but you're right. Both parties do that. They, they, they take they advantage do that of back it. and forth. Right. I think it was just I think it was just done more in these last couple of elect like over these past few years. Now, how can that possibly be? Well, I mean, got, are you dismissing well, the on, fact no, that I, I'm just, Americans were upset in 2010 and 2012 with the Barack Obama? I think that they were. I think that they were certainly upset. Uh, a majority, not majority. I think there were a lot of Americans yeah, that were upset about how twelve. He did, and, and by but it was Democrats that controlled all of those state houses before Republicans won that were responsible for the districts that those Republicans won. I mean, now, today... I don't think Democrats would gerrymander themselves out. No, it was Republicans that voted them out. No, I was going to say you're, 2010. Saying, okay. You're saying that, that 10, 12, and 14, a wash of red across the country in state houses, governor's houses, and in Congress right. were because of gerrymandered districts. No, I said no, that, in 10, I said, yes. In 10, yes. Absolutely. I said in the ha- sense, and, then, yes. and then because of gerrymandering in the ha- I'm saying the Democrats won't make gains because of gerrymandering in the House. Now, across statewide governor houses, yeah, 39, well, 39 Republicans control 30, governor houses. 30, yeah, it's like 30, something, something high. And so I think the Democrats, the Democrats right. not only have a deficit in the House, they have a deficit in state legislatures, they have a deficit in the governor's but houses, governors and they've 
are, are a little more unique that you can't quite – they're state by state. Like you have a Republican governor right now in Massachusetts. He's not the same type of Republican that you would have right. in the South and right. vice versa. You have a Democratic governor in West Virginia in a place that's highly Republican and likely sure. they're going to vote for Democrat again. Uh, you know, so governor's race is a little more unique, but yes, we have a highest level of Republican governorships right. that we've so, ever had. But so, I, I, I mean, I'm, saying, I'm, agree, I'm agreeing with the fact that Democrats have, will have a harder yeah, time absolutely. making gains in the House. On the Senate side, there are some significant gains that they can make, and I right. do think that Trump is affecting, like, Kelly Ayotte should not be losing her race in New Hampshire right no now. No question. You know what I mean? Like, that is one That's that you're like, like and I actually oh, like Kelly Ayotte. Well, but, I like Maggie Hassan, and too. I like she's Maggie the Hassan. Of New Hampshire, and she's right. And I mean, governor. but I mean, if you compare, like the the women senators, uh, with the exception of Joni Ernst, aren't as bad as the Republican males in the Senate in terms of grit. Like they they tend to want to work a little bit harder and like want to work a little bit more across the aisle. So I have no problem with Olympia Snow. I had no problem with Olympia Snow. I had no problem yeah. with uh, Susan Collins. Uh, Susan Collins had no problem with Kelly. So I think those are the races that are a little bit uh, different. Marco Rubio, like we said, in terms of uh, Patrick Murphy, uh, uh, Richard Burr shouldn't shouldn't near, be polling nearly as close. So to how Demo, much of that do you Demo think Ross. is as a result of Trump? I think that has a huge. I think Trump yeah. has had. I mean, a huge, I would put it yes. in the eighty-five to ninety percent of the reason I, absolutely. why. Absolutely, but I <laughs> yeah. also, but I also think it goes back. It goes back to what I said earlier, just about that fifty-state strategy. I think that Democrats have put a lot more um, emphasis on winning back the Senate because they haven't had the Senate for a long time. Um, <coughs> excuse me, and to the point where Republicans today are putting another twenty-five million dollars to try to help those senators, so they know. What's hap- Like people are not stupid. They know what's happening right now. So I think that, um, and they see what Donald Trump's doing to well, their candidates. We only have a few minutes, so I want to kind of move to a, a major point, which is this idea that you know we see all these things that Trump is doing down ballot. You know what a drag he is on the ticket. I guess I mean that in both senses of being a drag. <laughs> but uh, basically, the the issue really comes down to. What is it about Hillary that she's not polling like 80-20 to this guy? And it comes down to, you know, there is a lot of the mistrust. And, you know, we don't have time to go through a lot of the things, but we alluded to WikiLeaks. We uh, have mentioned the Project Veritas videos. And I know it's easy to dismiss, but there are actual uh, claims against her in the movie Clinton Cash, which we we joke around about. But there are people who are very concerned about those things. Uh, And, you know, that's kind of why Stephen mentions it so much, because it does get dismissed. And, you know, because we only have a few minutes, I want to give Stephen the chance to sort of speak to your understanding as that it, it literally... I don't know about literally. It seems virtually, uh, it's very close to the fact that Trump can do anything and people will just not vote for Hillary. Yeah, you know, the never Hillary people. Yeah, the Trump, they're just that hardcore. So talk well, a little bit about that, you know, that yeah. point of view. Well, that, they, yeah, that documentary, minutes. I mean, has a lot of claims against Hillary. There's three in particular that have been confirmed by particular media outlets. And I'll just read the quick little bullet points. As long the, as it's quick, the main, just say the main what they three. are. Yeah. Lucrative Haiti gold mining permit awarded to Hillary's brother. This was uh, confirmed by the Washington Post. Her brother had no experience in disaster relief, his contracting okay. team. Um, and then the Keystone Pipeline support in return for $2 million in speaking fees. Bill Clinton began a string of speeches for the bank starting just four days after Hillary was nominated as Secretary of State, resulting in over $2 million in speaking fees. 
And the big third one is the Russian purchase of U.S. uranium assets in return for $145 million in contributions to the Clinton Foundation. In the run-up to the approval of the deal by the State Department, nine shareholders of Uranium One just happened to make $145 million in donations to the Clinton Foundation. Moreover, the New Yorker confirmed that Bill Clinton received $500,000 in speaking fees from a Rus- Russian investment bank with ties to the Kremlin around the right. same time. Okay. So here's the, no, here's yeah, the problem actually, I have with this. I had a little bit of money this summer, and I was trying to figure out. I wanted to do some. I wanted to do a charitable donation, and I looked up. There's some places that you can do for mosquito netting and stuff that, for almost nothing, they have like save a life for a dollar. That's great for malaria. <laughs> right. There's also a similar thing for food. That for a little over a dollar a day, you can feed a family of four. But what I did is I sent my money to the Clinton Global Initiative. (laughs) Because I realized that rather than give the money directly to the people that are actually putting food in the bag and put it in people's mouth, if I give $1,000 to the Clinton Global Initiative, roughly $70 ends up making its way to one of these fun things. But... I can get a little cutout, maybe a picture well, of me next to Bill. I, 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 I knew that this so, I knew that this was a joke when you said you had some money over the summer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, <laughs> though, the points that Stephen's making, you know, the points that are represented in Clean Cash, is this what you tend to hear the most from the, you know, the never Hillary, the always Trump, the the alt right, well, all these sure. things. Like I, I, these are specific things. It's not like, from the alt right folks. I, I don't. Yeah. I, I get you like you don't talk to them. Well, <laughs> they come after me because they do actually. They yeah. in a huge possible way. Um, the issue is, I mean, she's just unbelievably corrupt. Just the news that just came out a few days ago about the twelve million dollar Morocco thing. Um, the <laughs> The head of Morocco, they're not giving. We only have a couple minutes. They're not giving the Clinton Foundation twelve million dollars because that is the best place for them to help the planet. Gutter didn't give Bill Clinton a million dollar birthday gift because they just loved him so much. Right. The, the, it it is prima facie proof of pay to play. Yeah, it goes and everybody around the knows world. that. It goes well, around the world. Guys that support her, Columbia, they don't care about this stuff at all. I mean, they've got minutia. There's no um, exact proof. Well, it's a really good, that kind of thing. Yeah. But, and I guess but the reality is, to... is that she punches all the buttons. And for most Democrats... It's just not an issue. For those of us that are disgusted by the idea of a corrupt government to be an insider cronyist, pay-to-play, that if you give a certain amount of money to the right kind of people, you'll be in the right kind of position, it's disgusting. Uh, In in the final minute that we have for uh, Drexel and Scott, uh, I just sort of, you know, obviously there's no time to talk about those specific issues, but it's the appearance, the assumption that... There's something wrong with Hillary. There's something crooked. Everything that they're talking about, yes, the fact that Trump just calls her crooked Hillary. Uh, how much of that is the problem? Like why she isn't polling at 80% or whatever? Is well, it, is it, I was going to say stop. taking all that away yeah. is that the country is very partisan anyways. If I was to just run with an R next to my name in Alabama and never campaign, I'm going to win You're gonna Alabama. Win. So there's part <laughs> of it, there's right. a partisan thing and people are going to be You heard it here camp. first, Alabama. Vote right. Scott right. Moore if at you have A camp of people that are going to say, I hate Hillary and the never Hillary people. Sure. Yes, I get it. She's got a long history and people have hated her and Bill since going back to the beginning. But look, they find a way to win because they they know what they're doing. And uh, the, the point is, is that you have partisan people that are going to hate her. 
are going to dig through. There's parts of people that are going to hate Trump and never vote for him either. Um, and that's the difference between, you know, landslide elections back in like '84 with Reagan and '64 with Johnson. Uh, yeah. You just don't have people crossing party lines as much uh, that you used and, to. Uh, I'll let Drexel finish, but uh, you know, you mentioned '84. I saw a great picture today. You know how Trump's always talking about how big his rallies are. There's a photo of an enormous Walter Mondale rally, one of the right. biggest rallies ever. <laughs> Who they thought like, he was going to win? Like, wow, this is huge. <laughs> yes. I actually think that might have been uh, uh, Dan Josephs or one of the guys that I know through your show. But anyway, somebody posted it, and it was like. Oh, yeah, that guy won and became president, right? Look at his big rally. <laughs> right. Uh, and, yeah, oh, we'll, no. We'll wrap it didn't in, have exactly. anything to do with yeah, it. We'll, no. we'll wrap in a moment, but uh, Drexel, sorry, I wanted to give you the final word before I plug next week. I, I, I um, well, you know how I feel about the, the other stuff. But yeah, but yeah, I'm not even going to touch that. But I do think that part of Hillary Clinton's problem, and I've said this from the beginning, um, at least in this campaign, is the fact that we live in this world where we're constantly – on Facebook, our private life is out there. We talk about what we eat. We talk about like I just bought these new Toms, and they, they say "step out and vote" on them. You know, like nice. the stuff that I would po- stuff that I would post, mm. and the secrecy that surrounds Hillary. Like she's not in this. She so mm. wants to be in this bubble of hers that she doesn't know how to let somebody else step outside of that and just to, like it'd be so easy for her to just say, well, "Let me tell you what I did with these emails. Let me tell you what happened with this." Like they're just so explainable. You're like, okay, great. That's it? That's all it was? Okay, great. When they released, when WikiLeaks released those Goldman Sachs emails, I literally was like, that's it? Oh, okay, that's great. That's, I mean, literally, I was like, that's it? Oh, that's, like, if they had to come out... That's the thing she's been investigating you know, it's something for years. Right. And so you're like, oh, okay, that's, that's it. They, they, so I, they read like a politician's email. They do. Right, right. right. Well, we do have to go, so uh, thank you, uh, everyone. Thank you for sitting over on the couch today. Scott Moore. Yeah, it's, hot, it's hot over here. The too. couch is <laughs> You guys have less uh, less lights on you. Uh, Scott Moore, hot. Drexel Hurd. Uh, at SMAN80, yes. at Drexel Hurd. Stephen Helmkamp at Stephen Helmkamp. Our special guest, Michael Hausen at MP House. I am Christian Blatt at Christian DMZ. We will be back next Tuesday, 7 p.m. Pacific. That's our last show before Election oh, Day. That's crazy. Oh, can't believe it's finally <laughs> here. Nuts. We'll Thank see God. you next time. Thanks, everybody. Uh, from executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.